everybody, welcome back to Joygasm, where we chat about video games, movies, and pop culture. I'm Russ, Xbox Live Toaster360. Sitting here is special guest Nick Goodrich from the Bombarded Podcast as we web-sling our way through episode 95 today, November 9th, 2018. You will notice that uh, my stupendous sibling is absent from this, and that's because that sorry sack of a man has not played all the way through Spider-Man. Womp. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad state of affairs, but I will have you know that actually he is planning on purchasing my PS4 because I upgraded to the PS4 Pro. You're not just going to give him your PS4 like a good big brother? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sad. I'm yeah. an adult now. Give me money. I'm an adult. <laughs> and actually, well, it's going to go to a good cause because oh. um, I'm going to be buying the Xbox One X. I see. Doing the okay. upgrade. Okay. Especially with Black Friday right around the corner. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, uh-huh. He'll be able yep. to come over and play uh, and enjoy. Okay. You yeah, know? I get it. Plus, it's joy for both of you. You'll have a joygasm together. Absolutely. Oh. oh I, like, I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> Online play knows no bounds, Russ. Exactly. It's just it's a, it's a beautiful thing, as you well know. Uh, Russ is staring off into the middle distance uh, for all of you at home, <laughs> thinking about all the times he'll get to play with his bro. Absolutely. Well, and I believe, okay, so I have to, to let everybody know, I have been looking forward to having you on the show for a very long time. What, me? Talking, oh, oh, I'm, I'm talking oh, to you. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm staring to the uh, <laughs> yeah. baby blue eyeballs of Mr. Oh. Goodrich over here. Well, you and, know. Uh, you know, I mean, he's... It's just a pleasure to be here, Russ. I, <laughs> I've looked forward to this day for many years. You know, and uh, actually, it is a treat just to be able to hear the velvet no. <laughs> baritones of the Bueno Rico. Over That's here. right. Uh, yes. So, well, like Russ is saying, hi, everyone. I'm Nick Goodrich. Um, I'm from... A uh, podcast called Bombarded, a musical Dungeons and Dragons adventure, which I guess, Russ, you want me just to uh, ch- chat about it for a second? Yeah, well, just to prime him. Okay, so here's the deal. This, okay. this, for this podcast uh, is very, very cool. I, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Nick be able to, to go into it since it's it's his baby. Uh-huh. But uh, but it's it's definitely something that I encourage all of you guys to check out. So please, right. Nick, to go sh- into it. It's a shared baby between me and... Uh, the other people in the band that I'm in. So uh, we've been in a band for a while, and we all started listening to podcasts, especially Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. So for those of you out there that uh, don't know, like Dungeons and Dragons, tabletop role-playing game, roll the dice, do the thing. Dungeon Master says if it worked or not, you fight battles and stuff, and it's great. So a thing that's really popular right now is people are playing Dungeons and Dragons um as a podcast. So everyone at the table will have a mic and they'll roll mm-hmm. the dice and go on adventures together. And it's really great. So we heard this and, uh, it was great. We we're listening to it. We were playing Dungeons and Dragons one night, me and the band and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we, our keyboard player Spurrier was playing as a bard and he was having tons of fun. He's like doing all these musical spells, little thumb piano that he was using to cast. And we're like, man, that's so much fun. Like I want to play as a bard. Then we were like, what if we all played as bard? Epiphany! Yeah, so we were like, okay, we have all the gear, we have all the stuff, we're just gonna figure out a format. So that's what we're doing, is um, we are all playing as bards in our campaigns, and so we bring all of our instruments to the table when we record and do our session, and uh, we cast spells using all of our instruments, and then once per episode, we roll chord dice where we all roll together, and we make one random song per episode. So it's kind of a fun little improv thing, and 
It's great because then the song dictates kind of what happens in the show, and our bass player Kyle's our dungeon ma- uh, Kyle. dungeon. Kyle, <laughs> he's our dungeon maestro. We call him, so he's got the world, and he kind of runs us through it. And it's been really great. It's been really great. We make a ton of music per episode, and just you know, kind of goofing around as bards because bards are traditionally thought of as kind of a goofy character. They're they're like a lot of people joke like they're always promiscuous and always like oh, yeah. know, singing their songs and seducing people and being all like, you know, just like a when you think of like someone in medieval times with like a lute or someone that's like going around and like playing songs and and whatnot. So it's fun because, you know, we we kind of have like a just a musical take on it. And, mm-hmm. and it's it's been really great. And we were having a lot of fun. If you're interested, bombardedcast.com is our site. Hit us up on social media at bombardedcast. And uh, yeah, if you like D&D, if you like music, if you like, I don't know, a bunch of goofy musicians goofing around with a bunch of goofs, that's <laughs> us. So. Well, and the concept is so cool because you all come from just just a band background and before mm-hmm. you, you decided to pursue this whole podcast venture. Yeah, it's been fun because it's like we, we would never have thought we would create this much music in a podcast. Like, right. you know, there's always a classic band thing where it's like, okay, we got some songs and we got to make an album. Then we got to push the album, play shows, and then it's the next album. And then we do the same thing over and over again. So we're kind of doing that grind and that's well and good and fun and important if you're a band because it teaches you a lot about everything life really i mean and so we were kind of you know like well what's the next thing we could do then the the podcast has been great and it's been a great outlet just to do music together and to just hang out together and tell a story together and i think um that's been really incredible and valuable just to be like wow i can't believe you can do all that just with silly old dungeons and dragons (laughs) and some music you know like it's it's a it's a great 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 time and I, I mean and really even if you're not interested in the show like check out just playing Dungeons and Dragons like it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun like it's something I didn't really think I was going to be that into and then we started playing I was like oh this is cool got my little stat sheet here I mean it's like playing a video game just on the table and with friends telling a story while you do it completely random and it's uh I can't really think of anything else besides other tabletop role-playing games that have that sort of aspect to it. So oh, I just love the concept too, of just like, yeah. I mean, the, the name bombarded and then you're yeah. all bards <laughs> yeah. who literally you create original music for your, yep. your, your show. It's true. And then on top of that, you actually make your music available uh, for people who are, who love the music and want to purchase yeah. uh, an album or two or something like that. And yep. you, you've got someone who's doing original artwork for the uh-huh. album covers. Yep. We try, it's kind of a, uh, it's it's like being in a band, but also doing a <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I guess I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, it's been really fun. Thank you. It's it's been a lot of fun. It's uh, I can't. I keep saying it's been a lot of fun because that's all I can, that's all I can think about when we record and stuff. Is we're all tight. We're all uh, we've been playing the band for years, and it's nice to have this kind of new fresh thing. And it's really. Uh, it's really endearing and really awesome for us to see like other people get into it and be like, yes. Yeah. Because like, that's part of our goal really is to just like the joy and the love that we have with music and making music and just making music with each other and like telling a story. It's like, this is the, the coolest way that we could come up with to do that. And it was just like, yeah, this is, I think this is going to work out. I think we're going to be all right. You know, like, and see for me, like I haven't, I have never, ever, 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 ever oh. played a uh, D and D game. Um, I have plenty of friends who, who are into it. They, they try and get me into it. 
Um, you would I've, be great. You and Steve would be fantastic at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> like with your personalities, just listening to this show and the two of you banter, like it would be, uh, I mean, you guys, <laughs> I don't want to say start a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast, but you know, play Dungeons and Dragons. It's, it's a lot of fun. I will have to give it a shot for sure. Just because, um, just based on what I have seen, it does look like something that I could potentially, I think I would have a lot of fun just getting into character. Yeah. Like just oh, doing dude, that. It's great. I don't it's, have a clue like how the rules work or anything else like that. All, all you got to get yourself for us is a dungeon master oh. and or maybe one other party member, you know, would so. you be willing to be my dungeon master there Nicholas? no no oh, man <laughs> i'm not no being a dungeon master is completely i mean i probably could if i had time but ben russ i edit the show and that <laughs> that, that basically is my that's my contribution because it takes a lot of time but, yes uh dungeon masters they're uh they're on a whole nother level of the game because they have to know you know they don't have to know it on the top of the they don't have to know it off the top of their head, but they do need to like kind of be aware of the rules. And when a character's like, oh, can I do this? They need to know like, oh, sure you can. Or you're, no, you can't. But here's, what if you tried this? But it or, sounds like they're essentially like a game designer almost. Like yeah, they have to know absolutely. everything inside and out. Like yeah. the rules are basically there just to guide you through what you're doing in the story. Uh -huh. So it's more of like, well, and a lot of people play the game differently. A lot of people are really into stats and rules and like that has defined it. And that is awesome. Kyle, our dungeon master actually uh, played 3.5, which was really the version of 3.5, I should say, which is kind of rules heavy. And uh, five has been uh, at fifth edition, I should say, is the uh, probably the most accessible version because it focuses more on, I think, like telling the story and your character and how your character fits into the world. And so really what the Dungeon Master does is like they get all that information and they have some sort of arc and Wizards of the Coast who makes Dungeons and Dragons also has modules you can run a team or uh, they call it your party through. Basically, they, you know, they have kind of a thing that you could go do or if you want to go explore the world, it's up to them to say, oh, yeah, you go over there and you see this guy and this guy's like, hey, why don't you go do this for me? And then you decide, you know, they joke there are parties called murder hobos that just like, you know, they, they get this character and they just want to like cast. <laughs> spells and just kill everyone they come across but you know obviously that you lose a lot of the game sure that. but if you play along with each other and work together and work with the dungeon master to kind of like accomplish your goals it is it is the most rewarding storytelling I think I've ever been a part of because like even with Kyle and we're running sessions, he'll say, and, I, and I, I apologize if like this Dungeons and Dragons talk, if you're just like, uh, skip to the video game. No, what's going no, on. no. Uh, well, maybe Russ will drop in a time marker. It's like, Hey, look, if you're not in Dungeons and Dragons, skip to this time. I have a feeling, a very strong feeling that yeah. a lot of gamers are very much into D and D. So I think that this is actually yeah. probably a refreshing uh, maybe, reprieve yeah, of right. sorts. Well, and if not, you probably played role playing games too, like oh, yeah. which is basically just a you know a digital version of Dungeons and Dragons with the CPU being your dungeon master. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. But anyways, yeah, so um it's it's just it's really cool. I would encourage everyone just to get a group of friends together, get somebody who's a little bit more committed than maybe everyone else to be <laughs> your dungeon master. Because <laughs> I mean honestly, like, you know, a dungeon master can make or break your game if if you know they're I won't go down that road, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I cannot imagine, or I could not have imagined ever having this much fun playing a game and like making music with everyone. It's, I do miss playing on stage uh, a little bit cause we haven't had a lot of shows recently cause the podcast takes up all of our time, Sure, but, uh, in other ways, you know, it's been way more rewarding just like recording music and sharing it with everyone and having everyone be like, Oh, that's really cool. So, well, and you never know too, just because I mean, you, you've already been, um, 
pretty successful with your podcast overall, just, just going up in the ranks and whatnot. I mean, we're trying, Russ. I think uh, (laughs) if I had to take out my proverbial crystal ball, I think that you, there's a very good chance that actually your band could probably actually do live performances based off the original music that you're doing. I mean, that'd be fantastic to go to different comic cons and other types of uh, functions that where you'd be able to really let loose and talking about the dream, Russ. That'd be so great. Take Bombard (laughs) on the road. So like, Hey, because I mean, that's what we do when we do the songs on the show. We try to make them to where we could perform them live. It's sure. kind of a design principle, if you will, of like when we write the songs. Because you know, we're in the studio. You could add all sorts of things to the song, and it's like, well, we should make it to where we could re like we could recreate this live or play it live, so that like it's not unbelievable in the story too. It's like, oh man, they only got three people. Like you can't. Yeah. Like how are there like an orchestra playing behind them? Like that doesn't make sense. So it, it makes sense in a way. Then also it, it kind of keeps us in check to like make sure that nothing goes off the rails. Hardcore. I have uh, a special request to be the first. Oh yeah. Bombarded groupie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Russ, play your cards right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my. So let's go let's, over to uh, what we've been up to as of late. I just um, went through what I've been up to as of late. I was going to say <laughs> like that right Just now. bombarded every day, yeah, every all day, day. All day, all I'm, day. Uh, I'm in a band. I do a podcast and I play some video games here and there and uh, the end. Now, I know for a fact that you have been playing some uh, Red Dead Redemption well, 2. Russ, I went out with them fellers and uh, the boys, we went down to Valentine and well... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, no, I've been playing some Red Dead. It's been really great. Although I know we're going to talk about Spider-Man here in a second. Mm-hmm. That's, that was like my one hang up with Red Dead. And it's not even a hang up. It was just me being uh, ill-informed, I guess, and not studying the controls as well as I should have. Because uh, in Spider-Man on the PlayStation, R2 is what makes you run. Uh-huh. And then in Red Dead, uh, R2 is what shoots your <laughs> weapon, Russ. And so uh, me and... Uh, couple of unfortunate uh characters in the game found that out the hard way oh yes it just sucks you're trying to web sling as arthur morgan yes or i'm trying just to run as arthur morgan i wind up whipping out my rifle and shooting a guy and then so i'm walking out of the train station and there's these two guys sitting on a fence and i'm like and i'm trying to catch up to someone else and so i hit r2 to run i wind up shooting the guy in the fence and he falls backwards and then the other guy's like oh my god you killed him <laughs> and, and i'm like no 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 he's like i gotta go tell the sheriff and he starts <laughs> running off and i'm like no 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 so i have to chase him down and threaten him like you didn't see nothing yeah. he's like okay mister i'm sorry you didn't see nothing and have a nice day uh so that was my uh first couple of days playing red dead it was just like oh yeah i gotta go oh I shot my horse like you know like dang it oh crap so uh yeah so it's it's been fun red dead is wow it's just it's all on a whole nother level just yeah i I, when I was installing it on the PlayStation with the, uh, I actually got got the discs, which was weird. Oh. Yeah, I know. I got them uh, just because I wanted like the sweet map, you know, that you right. get with the special edition. So I was like, so I get those two discs now. I was like, all right, you know, install a couple of install discs, whatever. <laughs> it was taking forever. I was like, well, it's going to be good. Don't worry about it. And I saw a bunch of people online were the same way, just <laughs> joking about how long it took. But man, when I booted it up and started riding on the horse, it you get transported, Russ. You just, really, oh, really man. do. Steve and I were talking about the, our Red Dead Redemption impressions last week. And we were like, one of the things that actually I um, 
talked about was I loved how the game starts out in the sense that you're in this snowstorm. You can't really see a lot of things because mm-hmm. I was talking about how like for just on a subconscious level, what it's doing is, is that it's, it's wiping the slate clean in terms of how we live in a technologically advanced society oh, today. Yeah. And so what's cool is that you're not even like put into like, like the, the town of Valentine, for instance, or mm-hmm. seeing a lot it's it's really whitewashed because of the blizzard and then the snows on everything, yeah. everything else. And um, from a storytelling perspective, I was commenting on how that creates and effectively a blank canvas for you to be transported into the, this world of, of cowboys and the 1897 yeah. or whatever year it was. It was 1899. 1899. Yeah. Um, Just a little big old metaphor, huh? <laughs> it, it really was. I mean, I was totally geeking out about that and especially too how they, they paced everything appropriately where you start out there in that, that snowstorm and then they will dole out to, Oh, now we're coming off the mountain and now you get to see this splendid (laughs) mother nature and all this glory kind of a thing. I will say coming right out of Spider-Man that uh, it was kind of jarring. I was, I was kind (laughs) of like, Oh, we're still, yeah. Okay. Still on the mountain. It's all right. We're getting there. This is cool. (laughs) And uh, there are a couple of times where I was like, yeah, but there's, there's so much more. I just want to, I just want to go. And it, 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 it really forced me to be like, okay, this is a new game. Got a new mindset. We're, we're, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. You're just getting used to it. Then I would, of course, like whip my gun out and shoot someone on accident. <laughs> and be like, God, why can't I just get to the game? <laughs> but it's, it's fine. It's, it's such a good game. It's such a, it's just a good, good game. It and is. it's just in a, in a world today, Russ, where you're just inundated with media. In a world full of media, full of, <laughs> Opinions, one game full of ADD. Right, you have Red Dead. Yeah, Arthur Morgan, and uh, yeah, it's been great. I've been having a super fun time. Uh, that and the podcast, man. That and uh, work. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's yeah, it. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I too, of course, have been playing Red Dead. Um, I've also been playing. I've been kind of swapping back and forth because we're getting close to Christmas, and as mm-hmm. a, a yeah. result, of course, we have all these games that are getting uh, dropped. So. Um, Soul Calibur Six, been having yeah. a lot of fun with that. Yep. Um, Forza Horizon Four racing game, that's yep. been just a super fun game to be able to play through. And of course, Red Dead, Spider Man just had their DLC drop, which yeah, we can talk did. about a little bit later. But are you going to get League of Legends after watching the KDA video? Oh my gosh! Okay, so so let's talk about it. Yeah. So okay, which. <laughs> Really quick, you are recording, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, like we just jumped right into it, and I have like a ritual before we start recording because we have so many things happening that you're good. My bad. No, Russ. it is Keep totally going. bad. <laughs> okay. We're coming. I'm like, you know, I should have actually played like we weren't. I should have looked down and be like, oh, uh oh, uh, do I have to press the record button? It's, it's I'm getting levels, but anyways, anyways, <laughs> KDA, go, KDA. So okay. Let me let me set the scene here. This is something that uh, has dropped earlier this week. I would say about two or three days ago. So Riot Games, who's that, Russ? Riot Games is <laughs> this playing. one company uh, for the point zero 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 one percent of you out there who uh, play games and don't know who they are. They right. make League of Legends. So they. Um, recently had kind of a, a con themselves. I know that we covered BlizzCon last week. Um, to you know, I'm being 100% transparent here. I actually do not know what the conference is called that Riot Games puts on. Um, perhaps uh, Senor Bunorico can take a look at while I'm talking about this. But um, 
they had an announcement for League of Legends um, that wrote, it kind of centers around these four different female characters, and apparently they're going to be getting um, new skins for the game. And they decided to really go to town on how they're going to market this. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. They ended up spending a year. I was looking this up. They took, they spent at least 12 months um, developing this music video of sorts with this very popular, um, you know, it's all female pop group from South Korea. Link in the description. The what? <laughs> I just said link in the description. Link in the description. <laughs> and, um, so they, they had this this huge effort to um, incorporate this song, which um, I think it's called Pop Stars, it's like Pop Slash Stars. And they incorporated that into the, this music video that is completely CG. They, they combine all these motion graphics techniques, whether it's 2D or 3D or whatever. They did motion capture, everything else. And it is seriously one of the most visually arresting things I have seen this year. I mean, I, I watched it like 10 times last night, just analyzing every shot that they did. And at first I thought it was going to be, um, uh, you know, perhaps Riot had hired a third party vendor to be able to, to create something this good. I mean, it's, it's the production values on it are just triple mm -hmm. A all the way across the yeah. board. And you typically speaking, I mean, I, I've worked in the gaming industry long enough to tell you that like as a general rule, when you have something that's kind of acting as kind of a commercial or some sort of cinematic of sorts, you hire that out uh, to a third-party vendor who specializes in doing that. Because you got to develop your game, Russ. There's it's this just... thing called a game that you have to develop, <laughs> know, man. Um, but anyway, they—it uh, was just amazing. Like, first of all, the song is very catchy. I—I'm not um, very well versed in kind of the K-pop scene, right? Uh, but this was a just a really catchy tune. The, the graphics, though, like every shot. You and I sat yeah, down for was, the first time and watched it. Well, because Sergio came over. He's like, have you guys seen this? And I was like, I, I've seen people post about it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. And we just sat there and watched it. And it was just like, this, 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 <laughs> right here, this. You know, and it just like, uh, and then when it gets to that rap and like the bridge, it's just like, where are we? And how did we get here? I want to go to there more often yes. you know like oh my gosh it's so good it was it was amazing yeah the the for those of you ha who um have not seen it there is a particular part that Nick's describing where oh, it's just, just so go, cool just go watch the video yeah you like, definitely need to see it but one of the things yeah. i got to comment on is uh, i love when when the girl starts to rap and you'll notice it's like it's kind of like in the subway scene and um the kind of the black lights turn on and mm -hmm. so like certain like you know glowy spray painty stuff and everything yeah. starts glowing she's wearing kind of a ninja mask and it has um a mouth type of, of texture yeah. on it and it starts to animate so you're actually yeah. seeing this thing go on i was not expecting them to incorporate that at all <sighs> and it was such a wonderful surprise to be able to see that and just i don't know like I, i'm all about <laughs> having unpredictable things like that that once it actually starts to to happen it totally makes sense like of course yeah. like <laughs> i'm there that's that's so cool like it's it is it is cool it's exactly what you said it's just it's just something that you just accept almost immediately yes You're just like yep i'm here for this this yep. is what this is what i'm doing now and i'm gonna watch this again and again and then yeah it's so. it, it is absolutely amazing i'm still trying
trying to figure out some of the technicalities of it just because um, there's this this trending thing. You and I have talked about this uh-huh. where, where um, in the motion graphics world, there seems to be this kind of trending um, path toward incorporating kind of more of the 2D, 2.5D. Um, like rotoscopic kind of almost, yeah. but yet it's still 3d uh-huh. and, and the shaders itself are also 2d, but yet it's applied to a 3d character model, that sort of thing. And, and, and it looks really cool. And uh, the upcoming Spider-Man movie, I think uh, incorporates a lot of that as well, which so looks good. really cool. So yeah, I will be watching that probably like a hundred more times yeah, just sure. because it yeah. is so cool. It's so fun to watch. And some of the behind the scenes footage is now leaking out too, where if you're super interested in it, you yeah. can take a look at like how they hired the the, the girls stuff, yeah. to like do like the motion capture. And they have, of course, you know, have the dots on their faces yeah. and that sort of thing. So uh, that's what Russ is doing. Uh, <laughs> that is indeed what I'm doing. Yeah. So let's jump into our topic of the day. Russ. Well, uh, all right. Yeah. You've convinced me, Russ. <laughs> Before we actually dive in here, this is going to be a spoiler version of Spider-Man for the PlayStation Quattro. Ding! <laughs> ah, I think that's our elevator. That is indeed. Ah. Take a look at that, and uh, it's beautiful. I have never seen a more beautiful elevator, Russ. It's it's, it's done so well. spacious. Yeah. They have uh, lovely um, air conditioning in here. Thank God. Wonderful. <laughs> Oh, it is like 40-something today in Texas, so, you know, it's not as... That's true. But anyways, let's go in. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we are. are. Jeez. (laughs) Fourth floor, Spider-Man spoilers, women's underwear. Well, it's uh, red and blue and black in here. Thwip, thwip. So you've beaten Spider-Man uh, all the way through. It took you, um, you actually stopped playing it for a while because you got so busy and then you were able to resume and then uh, complete the, the main story, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I did. I did complete the main story. Most of the side quests, I just beat uh, Taskmaster uh, the other night and that was that seemed to be kind of like one of the, fi- well, for me anyways, like one of the final things and I yeah. was like... Oh man, like who's this person paying him six figures? Is it the Avengers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, yeah, it was great. Like the whole, oh geez, the whole thing, the whole game. It's it's like Red Dead in that whenever I'm playing it, I feel like I'm in there. Like I, you said you'd never been to New York, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, never been. Okay, it's, well, New York is a fantastic city. It is just, uh, it's I mean, it's just great. It's an awesome city. And I remember uh, last time I was there, we went and did the top of the rock thing. We can go to the top of 30 Rock and look out and see sure. the Empire State Building and everything. And like that feeling of being up above the city like that is just unmatched because you, I mean, you're there above New York City, you know, looking at the, the you know, the two harbors and everything mm-hmm. and the rest of Manhattan. You can see Queens and, and uh, Brooklyn and, and everything. And like, 
like playing Spider-Man, I kind of got that feeling again. Like you could go up to the top of the Empire State Building or like 30 Rock or whatever and like look down. And when you're just like swinging through, I remember being up on top of 30 Rock and being like, man, it would be cool to be like Spider-Man or Iron Man or something to just like, you know, fly around the city and do that. You kind of feel like you're already doing it up there. And man, Spider-Man just like brings that and just nails it. It really like, does. What the heck? And that, that was one thing, like when I was learning, when I started the game and I was learning how to, you know, web sling and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm getting it. I was like getting distracted by how good it looked. And like, I think they start you out like in twilight maybe. And, and just like the city just looked amazing. And I was like, this game, this game, like, and then, <laughs> then I was just, I was in it. And, uh, yeah, the whole story I would watch as a movie, like even with like the, uh, the the graphics that they had in the game were just phenomenal. Like, yeah, they really are. Um, and actually, to your point, what I'm I was thinking as you were describing that, I've um, of course I, I because I haven't been to New York, I don't know what to expect. But, but having played the game, I now want to go visit right. New York <laughs> right? because it's like, man, there are so many places. I mean, the, the Central Park versus the Chrysler Building versus yeah. the Empire State Building, or or being on like the shore and being on like a dock and stuff. It's I didn't like, even think about like the amount of shores because yeah, it, yeah, it is kind of an island of sorts. Yeah, it's Manhattan's an yeah, island, totally yeah. So it's it's it it does it has that feeling that of just like. This is like you just without even thinking about it, you're like, yeah, this is New York City. Yeah, like, of course. And you don't even give it a second thought. And then the the way that Peter Parker is played and um, oh boy, I really should have looked up who did the voice acting. But um, <coughs> just the way that he sounded and the way that all the characters sounded is like I almost didn't even need the visual. Right. right. Just because the, the voice acting was spot on and the way that they interact with each other and the way that they kind of converse uh, back and forth and just even like the small mannerisms when they're talking was just like you said, it was arresting, Russ. I just it sat was. there and watched it. And I was I was like, man, I would totally just sit here and watch this entire game as a movie. And uh I, I thought even the story was just great. Like, and I like the liberties that they took, you know, with the characters and stuff and like with Lee and I get Mr. Negative, I think is his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked how they kind of all brought it together. I thought, man, this would make just a great Spider-Man story. Like, yeah. And I think that, yeah, let's, let's dive in a bit into the story it. to some of the elements. So, um, Totally agree. I think that in terms of how they told this story, I could have easily seen this as a movie. Yeah. I think that, that the the folks over at Insomniac did a tremendous job just writing a love letter to the just the world of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the creative liberties that they did take were the correct ones. They sure. were very smartly done. Like I, I loved how Oswald was not the Green Goblin, how he was like the... Or will he be? Or will he be? You never know. But in this in this game though, he he was not donning the the suit or anything like that. But I liked how they had him be the mayor. It was mayor, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Um, Yeah. And so having him in there with, um, of course, Oswald. um, And I loved Peter working for Doc Ock. Oh my gosh! Like when that first started happening, I was like. I get it. Like, I see this. Like, they're both brilliant minds. Like, of course. Like, uh, just... And I didn't even think about it, you know? I was just yeah. like, that's oh, great. Well, and it's nice, too, because, you know, Peter Parker, for the most part in the comic books, he, they largely stay within him being in high school. He's right. the high school kid yeah. and everything else. So it's nice that that in this game... I was going to say movie. <laughs> in, oh, goodness. In this game... um, 
I believe he's um, he's in college or just he just graduated he, he college. He like just graduated. He's like a twenty something and he's looking. Okay. You know, he's got his job. He's still like scratching by to pay rent and stuff, right. which was so grounding and made him so human. I was like, ah, oh, God, like I know this guy. You yeah. know, like I just. I, and that's why, like, maybe want to play more because, like, oh, I got to help the city. Like, Spider-Man's sure. got to pay rent. You know, we got to do this together, Peter. Well, and I think that's one of the exclusive qualities about Spider-Man is when you when you look at all the different comic book characters out there, Spider-Man's the one character that actually has more of that innocence about him. That more yeah. of like, there's just that down-to-earth. Uh, like he's a, he's more of a, of a pure character where, like, yeah. instead of having like villains that, like, oh, you know, I'm going to show you up and I'm going to you know, make you pay for what you did kind of thing. Like he, he always tries to see the good in people. Yeah. He always thinks that that anybody is redeemable. Yeah. And I, I think that that is, I think that's what makes him such an appealing character is that he's an everyman, right? Yeah. He has his own kind of flaws, so to speak, sure, yeah. but also he always does his civic duty. And yeah. I think that more people wish Studies that first that was, tests, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool that, that he has that. Um, and, and they, it's not lost in this game as, as he moves forward, he's at a school now of sorts and he's trying to find his way, which everybody yeah. does when yeah. they're, they're done with college and they're trying what to get their career. It, started. It's like relatable. It's like, I lived in a crummy apartment when I graduated college. Like, you know, I, I remember and I wasn't out, you know, like, web slinging around Manhattan but I remember you know driving around like crazy like trying to get stuff done and it's like oh crap and I'm late for work and sure. like oh geez you know like gosh give me five more minutes and I gotta <laughs> I gotta go do this and that but and I mean and I grew up uh like when when I I guess um when I was in middle and high school is when like the first Spider-Man movies were coming out mm. And so for me, that was like, that was great. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, movie about Spider-Man. Totally. Like I'm into this. And, and I was starting to get into Spider-Man. I had gotten into him a little bit um, when I was in elementary school and I just knew the basic like Spider-Man, Venom, Green Goblin, sure. and all the basics. When I started seeing the movies, I started to really get into Spider-Man and start kind of looking more into the character. And I was like, man, I dig this guy. Like he's just, he's like, it, it's just like if I was bitten by a radioactive spider, <laughs> That, like I would be Spider-Man. That's the only thing separating me and him, right? Mm. And it's like, you know, with Tony Stark, it's like, well, I'm not a billionaire. And like with Thor, well, I'm not from Ragnarok. Sure. Or, or I'm, I'm not, you know, in Bahala. space alien from, yeah. And, uh, and you know, all the other characters that have like kind of these crazy circumstances. But I, I really dig that. And I really thought the game was like, I kind of felt like I saw myself in that suit, Russ. Ooh. When I put on that punk Spider-Man suit, I was like, yeah, rock on, <laughs> man. That's totally what I would wear if I was Spider-Man. So let's talk about the character arc of Octavius. Sure. So, so the, in the game, it starts out with him kind of being Peter Parker's boss of sorts is where yeah. Peter Parker is, is getting, you know, kind of his first career, like professional career job right. of sorts. Yeah. And I want to know from you, like what, what, how did you feel about like where it began versus where it ended? Loved it. I mean, I mean, obviously I didn't love that Doc Ock became Doc Ock. It yeah. was bad, but I mean, yeah. obviously it was a great story. I mean, I, I hope that I'm not too much of like a yes man with you today, Russ. Like no! I, I really just loved the game. No, and like, like you were, and I were kind of saying before, I don't play a lot of games recently just because the podcast has kind of taken over my sure. free time, which is fair. You're, you're a busy man. Nick. I am, man. It's been just nuts, but the, uh, yeah, I loved it. And like the final scene with him, like in the building and, you know, man, God, just thinking about it. Like, you know, when they're both like brokenhearted and Peter's, you know, is like, you know, has to do the right thing. And that, that look on his face of just like, like just sadness, you yeah. know, like I've never in a game, well, 
Last of Us. That's a pretty close second oh. in terms of like feeling sad. That's a <laughs> that's a that's a game near and dear to Nick's heart. Uh, have you played it yet? The Last of Us. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay geez. I'm just, I just. I remember. I, I told you. I, I remember a time when you hadn't <laughs> played it, Russ, and I kept telling you, Russ, Last of Us is one of those games. It, it, it that, was. It's an uh, awesome, awesome game for I, sure. Anyway, so uh, like, I don't think since Last of Us and maybe the first Red Dead. I don't know. Like, have I felt like that sad about a character? And like, it's being, a tragic arc. Yeah, and it's. But like, I got it, and when it happened, I was like, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they did this because if they tried to like redeem him or something, I'd be yeah. kind of like, yeah, kind but. of cheated almost. Yeah, a little bit. And I was like, but, and now he'll just be on raft and he'll just, or at the raft raft, or whatever. And you know, we already kind of saw what happened to miles. And mm-hmm. so I'm already kind of feeling, which Kate has totally called it. She's on the couch next to me. And, and like when that spider is on Mary Jane and, uh, and, and, um, uh, Osborne's lab. She's like, spider's going to bite Miles Morales. And I was like, man, you're totally right. What the heck? And then sure enough, <laughs> she called on, it. Yeah. She bites him. And, she, and I was like, wow. And so anyways, probably a lot of people saw that coming. I FYI, Yuri Lowenthal is the voice of Peter Parker. Oh man, Yuri. Way to go. Not to be confused with uh, Yuri Watanabe. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that uh, I loved Doc Ock's arc. I loved, I even loved like the puzzles that you got to do, the little like uh, yeah. things. I, I, I dig on a puzzle game. And uh, I, I really liked how they treated him. I liked that he was kind of Peter's mentor that made it that much more heartbreaking when you. When it was incredibly heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, and you could see it uh, just, just kind of go on this downhill spiral of sorts where like, you, you know who Octavius is, you know, what's what's eventually going to happen. You didn't know how it was going to happen, how right. it was going to go down. But like, I think, so one of my favorite parts of the entire game was when, when you're going to fisticuffs against uh, Doc Ock mm-hmm. and um, part of your mask gets uh, kind of thrashed of yeah. sorts. So it reveals partially mm-hmm. Peter Parker's face. And um, Peter Parker realizes that Octavius always knew yeah. who he was. And then just that moment where that's the Peter, trigger. It's just yeah. Like, Peter well, Parker then, was just yeah. like, you knew. He's just like, of course, like I'm a brilliant scientist. Like how could I not work that out? I just, I love the delivery of that line. Like where yeah. he, he repeated it twice yeah. and, and just the, the, the sense of just betrayal and just this flood of emotions where like he looked up to this guy, he wanted to try and help yeah. this person. And the whole time Octavius just knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man yeah. and everything else. And just, I don't know, like, like I cannot really count very many video games that has, taken that type of approach from from a story perspective yeah um, like righteous anger of peter parker of just being like dude like, yes bro yes yeah very much so and also too just the complex relationships between octavius and um oswald yeah where like they have a history they, they almost almost kind of make me think of like an old bitter couple <laughs> right. like married couple or something Which in but, a way they kind of were like you know <laughs> when you're a partner on a project like that i mean sure. you probably see them just as much as your significant other so it's you know in a, in a strange way russ it uh could have been. It's very, very true. Yeah. So now, what did you think about when Peter Parker um, got to the other plot point of having to choose between giving the antidote to his aunt versus having to give it to like the rest of society? Kind of thing. I kind of figured he would give it to society. I yeah. mean, it is Spider Man. Like, yes, it it is tragic that this happened. But I mean, you know, he's gonna do the right thing. I mean, I, th- I I thought he was. I mean, you know, it was it was very. 
I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. that whole like sequence, man, like from there to the end was just like a, yeah, jeez, oh, like here comes another one. It and, was just so the emotions were yeah. so palpable, and uh, and the way that the the story arced just it was it was mature and it made sense it wasn't nothing was ever shoehorned in yeah. for ju- just for effect yeah and i i found myself really appreciating it and just except for maybe sliding it. down the glass building that seemed a little bit like oh look what we can do it's like cool but yeah, I, I was there it was, it was, I was, there, there, it was there very similar <laughs> i was just like yeah i want to do this you're up there uh fighting them and you're you know up in the air like with these cranes and stuff and you all of a sudden, like, I realized, like, I haven't touched the ground in like five minutes. Mm. Like, I'm just slinging around, and I was just like, that's great. Like, what the heck? Like, I, and you don't even realize. It. And then I just, I had that much more appreciation for the game where it's just yeah. like, I'm using this mechanic of the game. And, and like, I didn't even mean to. Like, I'm just doing it because I am Spider Man. I am Spider Man. Totally. I have to web sling to defeat these guys. And that, that to me, I think was like the point where I was like, this is like I'd already like loved the game up to mm-hmm. that point and everything, but when that happened, I was like, dude, this game is just out of control. Like this is this is, yeah, I'm I'm gonna put this one up there with games I totally love and would play again. Like yeah, this yeah, is it. yeah, and, and we'll we'll definitely I want to talk about the gameplay about the game because there are several Let's do instances it. right well, now. One one more thing, okay, okay, is okay. I want to get your take on Miles Morales being oh, yeah. in the game. I'm down. I'm down. I told you, I don't want to seem like a yes man. That's just like a fanboy of this game. But like, really, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for Into the Spider-Verse. I've been looking up Miles Morales and when he, you know, waltzed into the game, I was like, yes, please let there be a sequel. That's going to be like, I don't know how you're going to do it game, but let's do it together. And then, then his, his father was killed and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're starting a backstory. Mm-hmm. He's with Peter. Okay. Okay. Then he gets bit by the spider rust and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Sequel. I was really excited to see it because I don't, up until this point of playing the game, I didn't really know anything about Miles Morales yeah. other than the name itself. Like, right. And just within, I would say the past year or two, I became kind of aware of, Oh, there's this character Miles well, yeah. who's in this, like this other version of the Spider-Man comic book and, like and spider Gwen and all that like yeah. the multiverse and whatnot. So. And it, it's, it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to getting to know more just because just what I've seen so far, I'm like, okay, this, 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 this actually, this intrigues me. This, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of a spider verse kind of thing too, yeah. which I think they're going to kind of touch on in the movie. If yeah. I was oh thinking. yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, like the catalyst for the whole movie. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I mean, and that's yeah. The whole Peter Parker and Miles Morales. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what? So I did really like in the game how, um, once again, you, you're seeing kind of a, a trajectory with Miles in the sense where you get to know who his father is, who his mm-hmm. mom is, and then see kind of like what was um, kind of the foundation in terms of like where he started down his path of, of wanting to, to help out and be a yeah. superhero, that sort of thing. And it was so cool at the end. And he's like, I need to show you something kind of weird. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, so you get to a certain age. He's like, no, 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 man. Like. Something weird, <laughs> and then I was just like ending it like that was so because I was I was really hoping for something like that, right? Yeah. Where they set it up, and then then boom, it just right there, and I was like, Ooh. "Yep, all right." Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So okay, let's pivot into gameplay because I know you're chomping at the bit to be able to talk about some gameplay. Uh, I loved using R two to run. Uh, and however, I see the necessity <laughs> to also using it to shoot guns. So <laughs> did you have fun doing, um, aerial acrobatics? Yes. 
because uh, I, I, I had a lot of fun somersaulting yeah. and doing some weird sideways stuff. I yeah. don't even know half the stuff what I was doing, but it was very satisfying. Un- unlocking that in the skill tree was a monumental day for me, Russ. Yes, I, I did it all the time. But uh, yeah, the uh, I loved I loved the mechanics. I thought. Um, it was all good. I liked how they kind of slowed stuff down. When you're picking your, you know, your little power. I liked the powers. I mm-hmm. liked, uh, I liked how there was always kind of something new to do um, when you're fighting, and it kind of felt kind of old school in a way where it's just like you have combo of buttons, and it's not like a. Well, I don't really know. Maybe that's not that old school, but like it, it felt good, you know, to like, you know, oh, you know, triangle to do this and that, you know, get him up there and you know, hold square to punch him up in the air and then do all the aerial stuff. Like I liked, I liked having those options. And then, you know, when you're starting to run low or if you're getting tired, it's like, yeah, just launch a couple of bots or do a couple of, you know, impact webs or mm-hmm. whatever and, you know, get it done that way. So, and I, I liked that there were a bunch of different, well, not a bunch, but that there were different kinds of bad guys. And you and me talked about this too, about how uh, it kind of felt like Arkham in a way. And, yes, very and, much so. Like yeah. a lot of the combat was inspired, I would yeah. say, by Arkham, which is funny because the the folks at Insomniac, they kind of wince at that. They don't like it. And, and, I get it because as gaming studios, there's a natural competitiveness right. that goes on in terms of just you want to be original. And yeah, and, sure. and, and if you're compared to another game, there, there tends to be kind of a, a for lack of a way of a describing sigh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Kind, of, kind of a I, I would go so far as to say there's almost like kind of a. I don't want to say butt hurt. It's not butt hurt, <laughs> right, but, okay. but but it's one of those things where like, um, like in this game, it, it's, it's very obvious that you're the, not mad. You're just disappointed. That's well, the, yeah, I, it's we all, all, we all get what you're saying, Russ. We, yeah, we understand. I'm, just, I'm trying to <laughs> be able to describe exactly what's going on. No. Yeah. Um, but no, but I think, um, I think it was a good choice overall to have, yeah. um, the, the sensibilities from the Arkham series in terms of the, the combat, yeah, combat mechanics. Yeah. And on top of that, though, what was nice is that they did take original approaches to the the web portion of the fighting. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would go so far as to say that, that they want, like, like they designed it intentionally to give you the upper hand when you fight if mm-hmm. you are more liberal with your, your web slinging itself. Yeah. If you're going just to fisticuffs, it doesn't really work out so well, as yeah. opposed to Batman, which that is what he's known <laughs> for. So They're just crazy combos and stuff. And I liked how they made their combo system where it's like, you just do a bunch of stuff, just don't get shot and right. or hit. And like, I like that they made like, okay, if you just like stand on the ground and just punch someone over and over again, that's not Spider-Man. Like that you're right. doing it wrong. You know, you need to be like slinging webs and jumping around and you being know. agile. Yeah, exactly. Because that's his thing. So I, I liked that. I liked that they kind of pushed you in that direction. I liked, um, uh, man, just like swinging through New York. It's just the so most satisfying, satisfying thing. And it's Jinx. just, oh, so I just like, and I was, uh, again, I keep saying like, I was talking to you about this earlier, Russ. That's when you're like, you should just come on the show. Man. I know. Let's just talk just about it. On. Yeah. So, um, I liked that you, like every single way that the city looked, whether it was like just like cloudy and rainy, whether it was twilight, whether it was daytime or whether it was nighttime, like all had such, it was so visceral, you know? And yes. just like, it felt like I, cause like, again, I, I don't want to keep pushing on this, like being in New York, like during those times, like I've been there for all of those different scenarios and it feels like you're kind of there. And I saw someone post, um, like out their bedroom window, they're like, 
uh, I can't remember. It's a landmark of sorts in New York. And they're like, oh, yeah, look, there it is in the game. They posted like the screenshot from the game and it looks the same. And they it's did like, their homework. Nuts. And uh, but yeah, just the way that they got the physics down with the web slinging and the way that it feels and just if you run into a building, just run on it, man. It's all yeah. good. If you yeah. fall down, oh, it's all right. Just get up. You know, you can fall off the Empire State Building and just be like, yeah, I'm fine. Spider-Man. So I've been talking too quite a bit lately about how excited I am in terms of where the, the games industry is headed with regards to environmental fidelity. I yeah. think that what, what's great about <laughs> Red Dead. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, but what, even, even when it comes to Spider-Man, it's the same thing where you're, you're traversing through this this realized version of Manhattan. It's Manhattan, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. This oh is, yeah. This is coming from the guy who's never been to Northeast. Say, like, poor Russ. Is that what that they call that Manhattan over yeah. there? <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, um, do you know where Spider-Man's from? Uh, Queens. Oh, is it Queens? Queens I yeah. did not know that. Well, remember, because in the movie, you know, he's like, "Oh, it's my friend. This guy I met from Brooklyn or whatever." Talking about Captain America. So uh, that's a different borough. It's so not Manhattan's just the island. I do know that what there were five boroughs. Uh, yes. Oh, see, see I'm uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning. That's all right. Um, but going back to what you talked about with regards to um, the, that, that particular boss fight with Vulture and Electro, um, uh-huh. I, I know exactly the, the sensation that you were describing just because it dawned on me, like as I was doing this, first of all, you, you're not fighting just one boss. You have two bosses that you're fighting simultaneously. Yeah. But the biggest sweet spot of that entire fight was I there was a point where all of a sudden I realized I haven't touched the ground I already said that Russ right and I'm, I'm echoing the same <laughs> okay, sentiment okay. of like ju- just it's it's amazing how I, I honestly I think every gamer who has played this game has gotten to that that point of, of just almost all of a sudden realizing this is a completely new experience when it comes to boss fights in general because yeah. the you're not even flying. You're swinging. Right, you're you're yeah. having to constantly keep yourself up in the air, and yet at the same time, you're able to take on not one but two boss yeah. uh, fights going on. Yeah, you just feel like you like you're at that point. It's like intuitive. You're just like, oh yeah, I just do this now because I'm Spider-Man. It's, it's that's what what happens when you're Spider-Man. So I think that is a triumph from Insomniac. I, I think that that it was perfectly balanced and. It's you know, and it's crazy too because later on you know, you're fighting against Rhino and mm-hmm. Scorpion. Yeah, that's more of a ground-based battle, uh-huh. but it doesn't have that epic feel that um, the Vulture and, yeah. uh, and Electro uh, fight had. Granted, it has its own kind of unique vibe to it because it's kind of cool because you have to kind of like sneak around. Yeah, and, not and you're get dodging hit. a lot too. Yeah, by Rhino because he's charging yeah. through everything, and everything else. But um, yeah. There, we're just two guys saying, God, was that game good. Man. <laughs> Golly gee, People wow. listen are like, yes, it is a good game. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it just, it nailed it on every, I mean, I, I don't know, like it's, it, and especially for me, because I don't have a lot of time to play games, so I'll like try out a bunch of games, right? And if it, and I'm not to say that I'm like a picky gamer, it's just like, I, when I'm gaming, it's like, okay, cool, like, I, I hope that this is really good, so I come back to it, and I don't feel like, Oh, well, I could do this instead. You sure. know what I mean? But with 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 Spider-Man, it was like the last game I played that had that for me was Stardew Valley, where it was like, okay, I have to go and farm. Like I know it's a fictional farm and, it, and it's not real, but like I feel like if I'm not farming, like there are things 
dying on my farm mm -hmm. or that my crops, I, they need me to be there for them. And I don't know if you've played Stardew Valley and you like it, you, you get what I'm saying. I don't think I've played it. That's okay. It's, it's, it's a great game. You totally should play it. It's like the most relaxing farm sim you could probably ever hope for. It's pixelated goodness and whatnot. The music is fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, since then, I haven't like had a game where it was like oh, I have to go play this game. Like, like you know, when I, I want to finish, you know, like um, you know the, the old school feeling of like you know when you're a kid, you're like I got to finish my homework so I can do the thing sure. I want to do. Yeah. Like I I haven't like since Stardew Valley, I haven't had like a game like that where it's like oh I got to finish editing or oh, I got to like do the dishes or I got to do this and that and that so I can go and play Spider Man because I want to play Spider Man so bad, and it's just like that. I don't know what I was talking about. But it's awesome. <laughs> that <laughs> feeling of a game. Just it was just like that. It was nice to have a game like that again, where I just felt like a, a need to play it. Right. Sure. So uh, not just like oh, you know, I got a few minutes. Like I'll go ahead and sit on the couch and play this game. Because like for me, that's like a no, no. You got what are you doing, man? You got You got this. You got to do and this. You got to do. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, you got to practice. You got to do this and that. So now, are you at hundred percent in the game? Uh, no, which is even more exciting for me because like oh. as we talk about it, I'm like I want to go play it and get uh -huh. <laughs> you know beat all the. Um, Den of Thieves. I can't remember what they're all, all the bases and whatnot. Get, I'm, I'm missing one Spider-Man suit, and it's the one where the the little uh, previews like his bare chest, and I'm like, what is this? Oh right, yeah. Uh -huh. So I, I want it, but man, like that's another thing. Like all the spider suits were great. What did you have a? Did you have a favorite? My favorite is the one that was from the Avengers. Oh um, yeah, the the, the Iron Spidey iron or spider, iron, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Like I have always really loved that look. I think it's 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 a unique look. It's yeah, it's you know not exactly one hundred percent Spider Man ish, but at the same time, yeah. like I, I just I dig it. And and the 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 special power of the suit uh, is very satisfying yeah. with like the huge spider legs the coming legs, out and yeah. clobbering baddies yep. and that sort of thing. I played as the, well, I played as the punk rock suit a bunch. Like that was one of the first ones I unlocked where I was like, I'm totally, I'm just going to use this one. For, and you know that the suits are customizable too. Like you could yeah. actually swap out the special powers. You yep. know, so if you want the punk rock suit, you oh, can, Russ. but if you want the iron spider power uh, ability or ultimate, whatever you want to call it. I know it's, it's, Fantastic. And I liked how the suit stayed on you for cutscenes. That was cool. Yes. There were a couple, I think, where it, it put you back in the normal one, I think, towards the end because it was like a, a huge cinematic thing. So that was one when you got the suit that um, was based off the same tech that Octavius used for his yeah. Doc Ock mm -hmm. suit. That's yep. what I thought that was the one. That, man, that comic book suit, that was just so much fun. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I loved. That one and the punk rock suit, I think, were my two go-tos because they were just fantastic. And the new suit you get, too, is good. But, yeah, let's, man. Let's go into music. Ah. Um, so Joe Pisano was the, the composer of the, the soundtrack in Spider-Man the Game. This is one of the, again, kudos to this. I actually tweeted him just congratulating him on a job well done because um, all the music, like when you're swinging through Manhattan yeah. and, and like you just have the music swell. Well, I was, well, I also thought from a sound design perspective, and you can uh, definitely appreciate this. Is it when he's on the phone? Well, oh yes, when yeah. he's on the phone and, and like, go, ah, got it, ah, yeah, I'm almost there. And then if you're on the ground, he doesn't do that. Yes. Sorry, I didn't, I did not mean to be really. I just, no, 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 no. Yeah, go ahead. That, that, would, that was one of the, the components there. And then the other one was um, the music would swell and then kind of come back down uh -huh. based on what you're doing. So if you're just standing still, then the music will like fade away. 
if you start really exerting yourself and you're, yeah. you're, you're web slinging around or whatever, suddenly you have this huge crescendo and then the choir comes in, yeah. music's playing, that sort of thing. Um, and even during the more like poignant scenes, even the music there, like just, just the, the whole soundtrack itself, I was very impressed with because again, it had more of that movie feel yeah. to it. It wasn't just like a game game, but like, Again, I think I think it just speaks to the the maturity that games are going through right now because it's not just exclusive to Spider-Man. We've seen soundtracks coming from like God of War and from yeah. many other other games where it's, it's just amazing how much TLC goes into the audio, which you <laughs> and I are say. well aware. That's fifty percent of the oh, experience yeah. right there. Yep. Yeah, that and I mean just the like I say, like how you when he's on the phone, you can hear him exerting himself and. I know we already talked about it too, but just the voice acting was just great. Even with like the you know the one-off characters and the bad guys and all the the people you'd see on the street and stuff, it was just like oh Spider-Man, Spider-Man. It's like you know it wasn't like it wasn't overly done because obviously you can't recreate like the crowds right. in Manhattan with you know games that would just totally crash everything. But I did like how when he's on the street, you know he's just like everyone's like oh Spider-Man, you can go take pictures with him on the subway. You know he's it's. Oh, Russ, it's just the, the <laughs> game. I hope people aren't getting upset, but just, just like, God, they just keep going back to sigh. What a game, you know, just hopefully if you're listening, you've played it and you're also living vicariously, vicariously oh, through us. You totally. Know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think it's one of the the best games to come out, um, this year. And I think again, it's, it's kind of a renaissance of yeah, sorts oh where like gosh. first we had the Arkham series come through and you had Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight. Yep. And then people were kind of wondering, well, okay, so we definitely know that Rocksteady can make a, a, a proper <laughs> yeah. comic book video game. Is there anyone else who can do the same thing? And Happily, we can say yes that Insomniac has done Spider Man, and you know it's going to turn to a franchise. You know they're going to oh, be yeah. making sequels for uh, it. That's I'm, a very good thing. I'm ready for it. Although, you know, the Lego games did a pretty good job with the superhero genre. True. <laughs> True. I was going to say the Lego Avengers game, I played it with Cadus, and like that also kind of nails like the New York vibe, you know, just in Legos <laughs> and stuff. But uh, it's different. It's definitely not Spider Man, but uh, I, I too enjoyed that game. I do think it is really cool how there is a kind of a blending of sorts that's going on with regards to movies and gaming and even just, just toys overall. Like the Lego thing got me thinking, I'm not to digress too far off of this, but Lego has really started to almost become synonymous with the kind of the gamer lifestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and like, for instance, like we talked about the other uh, week about how, Oh, Overwatch is Overwatch. getting Overwatch. Overwatch, very right. good. <laughs> uh, I'm impressed. So I'm trying, Russ. I'm trying to keep up with Steve. I, I hope I'm doing a good job. Oh, no, no, Steve is a freaking champ. You, so. you are doing just fine. Oh. Uh, but no, like, like they of course are coming out with their whole batch of minifigures and stuff. And I, I don't know. I think it's just it's a great time to be a geek. It's a great time to be a gamer. You are not kidding me. Like I was saying before, like when Spider Man came out, like in like what 2002 or so around then, and like. Just being like, yeah, like Spider-Man is a good movie. And I was like, and, you know, he's like, oh, I like Spider-Man. Like, like, I know I've liked Spider-Man for so long, but, you know, you just kind of like it with your friends, right? You sure. Know, really, you know, I didn't really have a ton of like a merch, I guess. It had to do with like Spider-Man stuff. But like now it's like you walk in anywhere and you can buy a 
freaking Avengers shirt or whatever. And it's like, man, I, that's awesome and stuff. But yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a geek. Like I said, it, yeah. it, it's become acceptable to let your geek show. Right. Your geek side. Oh, so much just, fun. Oh, yeah. I just hope it sticks around. Well, Disney's got it. So it's not going anywhere. They don't have DC yet. I think DC is one of the last bastions of uh, creative independent IP since uh, Disney's kind of just, they're, they're getting there. <laughs> Dis- Disney's currently focused on Fox right now. And yeah, they'll, they'll come around DC like, Hey DC, you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, want some, uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you want- we have everybody else. You do know this. Come on, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. I mean, come on. You, you, you see these greenbacks? Yeah. You see seriously. This Holy crap. I want Batman Man. taking pictures with the little kids in the park. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't know why they, they yeah. have some sort of <laughs> Eastern accent. Yeah, they're all a bunch of gangsters for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some Italian to mafia. Down. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, Star Wars comes out next year. Uh, just what the heck, man? I know. What the heck? Now, okay, so let's let's turn the table a little bit here. To Last Jedi. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, nope. we're not going to do that. We're not going to taint this well, episode. With, say, look at Russ's face. It's uh, turning red. Uh, Russ, what's happening? Uh, uh, Spider-Man. 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 Red Dead Redemption. Uh, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, 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 um, is there anything about the game that you do not like? I don't have enough time to play it, Russ. I wish that I could. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the correct response was, Russ. Uh, say it. Say uh, it. <laughs> Russ. I'm in a band. There you go. <laughs> yes. There it is. There's an old joke that when uh, Russ was asking me about podcasting and stuff and he was asking me about all this stuff, I was like, I don't, ah, just so much stuff. And like, how do you do all this stuff? And I was like, Russ, I'm in a band. <laughs> Like all this stuff is just second nature to me because it's all the same stuff just with a podcast instead of a band. So, anyways, uh, no, with the game, I uh, it's it's hard to say. What what did what did you not like? Let's let's start there because I had a oh he's like reversing it on me. my memory here because I like when I played it the other night I was just having a ball and I I left the game just uh, satisfied. You know, I was just. It's like Stardew Valley. I'm bringing up Stardew Valley again. It's just a good, good game. Yeah, you know, it's very tough for me to be able to comment on things that I don't like about the game. You know, look, look at you trying. I know. Uh, okay, I'm a brain aneurysm. <laughs> the spider guy was too spidery. Yeah. I will say. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. I think things are starting to come back to me. All right. Uh, so when it comes to the kind of the background action, if you will, on the street, mm-hmm. so, so a lot of the game is taking place with you swinging through the city, right? Sometimes you'll land and, and you'll interact <laughs> with some of the folks and that sort of thing. And, yeah. and it's like, okay. But if you were to look at it, I think that that probably could have been done a little bit better. And I think, and again, th- these, these are minor gripes. These are not like some huge issue with the game or flaw or whatever, but especially playing Red Dead Redemption 2, uh-huh. you you are suddenly just exposed to what could be in terms mm-hmm. of how much graphic fidelity could be squeezed out of the system. Right. And of course, with RDR2, that game was in development for eight years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a very long time, and you could see just, just the, the benefits of having a game in development for that long with a, a AAA studio. So it's interesting because I feel as though I've been kind of spoiled by RDR two <laughs> and then going back and playing the DLC with black cat and Spider-Man. Yeah. It's still a, like a really good looking game, but 
there are. Oh, I, I, it's, kind I, I of, was, it's kind of unfair. It's, I mean, it's, it's almost it's, a glass yeah. ceiling of sorts where it's like, okay, like, like, yeah, it still looks good. But you know they could have used some volumetric lighting coming <laughs> right. through here, I, yeah. and the, the 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 characters, the NPCs, could have had a, you know a little more uh, animation of swords and that sort of thing. Again, very yeah. minor. When kind you've of got grade. the population of Manhattan to deal with, it's like okay, like yeah. you can't put like I was saying earlier, you can't put everyone in there. Like crash your game if like every single person on the street was like a unique reaction. Totally. Oh my gosh, it's Spider Man! It's like <laughs> I think we can have about a quarter of them say, "Wow, Spider Man!" And you know, like maybe a fifth do this. So I, yeah, I, 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 uh, I don't know if I agree, Russ, but I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. If it if it had taken more time and had a second disc to install, maybe <laughs> then I am hard pressed. I'll yeah, put it that way to, yeah. to like actually find something that I really didn't like because so much of the game was just extremely well thought out. I mean, yeah. e- even like the small little mini games, like what you were talking about with the brain teasers of going through and finding like the correct. Uh, formula compound of whatever yeah. kind of science. I, I don't even know what it is, but it was just a lot of fun to have a break. And I think that was another thing too that I forgot to touch upon when we were talking about the gameplay. I liked how they just staggered the different styles of gameplay. So you had the fighting at certain points. You had right. the swinging at certain points. You got to play as Mary Jane and not do any kind of fighting. It was kind of more of the sneaking around, trying yeah. not to get caught kind of thing. That, that was one thing maybe that I wasn't super into, but I, that's, I think, just a personal thing. Like, I, I was there for the web slinging and the zooming through New York. So whenever I did those, like, sneaky sneak missions, uh, I actually, I, I I have kind of a pass with that because when uh, Skyrim came out, I played as a Khajiit and was like trying to like max out my sneaking uh-huh. so I like snuck everywhere but that made the game like twice as long so I was like why did I do that like why but I was just like oh but I'm a sneaky little cat you know like go and <laughs> pick everyone's pockets get my sneaks Meow. go up to 100 yeah so then like I think when I was playing as like Mary Jane like crouching behind everything like miles getting through I was like having flashbacks to Skyrim be like ah no I don't like I just want to play uh, so maybe that's just me but I, even the like the stuff like um when you're in um, uh, OGs, who's the mayor? Uh, Oswald? Oz- Oswald, no. Yes, Oswald, Oswald and Octavius. Yeah, I always get them mixed up. Anyways, when you're in his apartment and you're like sneaking around, mm-hmm. that was tons of fun. And I didn't realize, like, I was like, I'm having a great time. Just like, and I think it was like the lighting coming in and just the way everything looked. I was like, sure. And I, I like felt myself thinking like, oh, this is a, such a nice place. And oh, everything in here looks so expensive. And I was like, what am I talking about <laughs> the game? But like, you know, I, I felt like, oh, geez, like, oh, better not, you know, be careful when you're, you know, going around that globe. It looks pretty, pretty expensive. Yeah. But yeah. So maybe that was one thing too. Cause I, I did, I, I was always ready for those to be over. Like, you know, whereas some of the other stuff, I was like, oh, I want to do it again or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was still it was still fun. Like you said, it was a nice break. How did you feel about the UI in terms of like when you're swinging through Manhattan, you mm-hmm. could click on the right thumbstick, and all of a sudden they would all have these like these kind of vertical, colorful streaks that would show where different types of items are located, mm-hmm. whether it's like a, a landmark right, or yeah. if, if it's a backpack or whatever. Did you like that, or did, would you prefer to just kind of be able to find and stumble upon it yourself? Uh, I just never did it. Okay, so I, <laughs> so it was nice because it was optional, I guess. So I was just like, yeah. He I, just he just would, powered through the well, story. Just, I would no, I I would go into the map and like mark on my map something I would want to do and like kind of you know plan my day out, Russ. Oh. You know, okay, well first I'm gonna go over here mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go over to East Harlem and you know find this and I'm gonna go down to the financial district. You know, it's got such a busy day. Oh, rush, rush, rush. So <laughs> so that's that's how I that's how I played it and it was it was fine. You know, so uh, I liked uh, yeah I, I liked doing that. I liked the UI. I liked the 
you know, the, the experience really of all the menus and stuff. That's what Russ and I do a lot of at work mm-hmm. too is UI UX business. So, uh, I thought it was good. I, I didn't, I never really felt like too overwhelmed by stuff. And like, I, I found myself to be familiar with it quicker than like, Oh my gosh, red dead. Like <laughs> I'm still figuring out red. Dead, yes. Which is, you know, whatever. Cause there's a lot to do, but it's just like, Oh yeah. I have like a can of peaches. Like what's that do again? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. in the mood for peaches. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So with Spider-Man though, I, I thought that it was, with how much there was to do and how much that there was in the game and stuff. And, and you're talking about New York city, which is like, I mean, it's built for good. I don't want to say experience, but you know, it's a grid. So, you know, it's like when you're navigating the city, it makes a lot of sense. You know, mm. we live in DFW where it's like, it makes no sense at all. It's like, Oh, I'm on George Bush going East, but now I'm going South, but sure. oh, now I'm on George Bush South. What? I don't thought. Okay. So, anyways, um, no, I, I thought it was good, and I, I uh, took took a little bit, but all UIs, you know, you take a little bit to get used to. And mm-hmm. I thought um, when I was finally used to it, I, you know, it was never like, oh, where was that again? I was just like, oh yeah, R one, R one, you know, and all that. Just like find it really quick, and it was good, and it. Uh, it was fun to like, you know, the whole like getting the backpacks and stuff. I I liked that. Like going back and like looking through his stuff and like another thing like humanizes Spider-Man. Like <laughs> overdue red pill and yeah. stuff. Like yeah. old, uh, you know, school papers and whatnot. And I was like, man, that's cool. So made you feel like you've been Spider-Man for a long time. Wow. I'm glad that we're finally able to be able to talk about this game together because we've been having little fragmented conversations here and there. And I was just like, I want to be able to get you on Joygasm. So I'm I'm really happy that uh, you took the time to be able to lend me your ears as well as your vocal cords. Yeah. You know, it's been a a blast. I got to say, I hope uh, Steve plays the game. He said he's going to play he it, right? will. Okay. He, well, like I said, he's going to buy my PS4, and um, I, I think he should be able to, because I have several games that are on there that oh, I've, yeah. I've bought, and so I think he should be able to just probably either use my profile or create his own profile and be able to play those games, yeah. I would imagine. It's like a classic a big brother, little brother. It's it like, totally is. It's so funny. <laughs> hey, we save some money. Give me a Oh, man. Well, that wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Make sure you tune in next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm for exclusive and early access to the show. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, and soundcloud.com slash joygasm TV. Last but not least, search Joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.